Hey everyone, it's me, Joel, one of your hosts, here to warn you that this is the second half of a character creation session, not the first. If you've not already listened to part one of our The Dark Eye character creation session, you might want to go do that first so you know what's going on. Anyway, since this is the second half of a recording session, and you won't hear me say it in episode, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of all ages, welcome to the show. I hope you're not here to learn legit character creation, because this is all about cat creation. This is how to make a literal cat in your favorite RPG. points left over we might need to backtrack to this point but for now i say we move on to step nine mm -hmm. calculate combat technique values okay now we'll see how well your character can fight by calculating attack and parry values every weapon has an associated <laughs> combat technique such as daggers impact weapons or bows all heroes start with a skill rating six in all combat techniques these can be improved with ap just like any other skills and by using the same improvement chart just a second ago. Hmm. So we have a six in all of these. And we can modify them based on their skill classes. Uh, uh, so, I honestly think, like, if we're going to argue that, that the cat is fighting tooth and claw, mm -hmm. uh, then we should probably give it some points in brawling. True. Brawling, two-handing, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what do we want to increase brawling too we can only have 10 max in these right one moment that is back up in our uh chart at the beginning maximum combat technique oh that's only eight. Oh, so we should probably bump our only two good options up to eight then since we have yep. the points yeah absolutely one brawling is b tier and two-handed is b tier um so we're moving both of those up to would be four for brawling and six for two hands. Ten total. So total ten. Three thirty-four. Yep. Man, we're supposed to get that down to ten points by by the end of this. I don't think it's gonna happen unless we just want to start adding a bunch or I maxing all maybe... of our skills to ten. <laughs> I think we either do that or like we'll see. There could be something that'll be very expensive down the way. Yeah. But I think maybe. Just maybe we need to uh, consider uh, breaking a rule because mm. we're a cat who's not going to get that many skills. Yeah. So what rule do you want to break? The max amount of CTR we can have or the max? No, no, no. I mean the, the maximum amount of AP we have left over at the end of character creation. Oh, gotcha. Speaking of which, have we been keeping track so far? Um, of the rules we've broken? Yeah. Uh, so far... Because you opted to uh, keep the cat's lowest stats at, what was it, eight? Yeah. Um, we have only broken the human rule. That we're modifying the human stat block to give its culture and whatnot to a cat. Because cats, um, the cat we are arguing lived with a human and mm -hmm. trained under a human. All right. Specifically a cat witch. All right, anyway. Are we on to step ten then? 
I believe so. Choose special abilities. You've had a chance to choose advantages and disadvantages, and now you can choose special abilities, which are purchased for a fixed number of AP and cannot be raised like attributes, skills, spells, or chance. Your hero must meet certain prereqs. For descriptions of the various special abilities, see the relevant chapters, Chapter 8 Skills, or Chapter 9 Combat, Chapter 10 Magic, and Chapter 11 Works of the Gods. So this is where we could give our cat extra spells. Awesome. Which we'll definitely need to work on. Yeah. Because currently we only have one and it's not very helpful <laughs> to multiple people. It's more of just like a, yeah. I, need, I need this kind of thing. Yep. Um... Now, we could look at the general special abilities, because I believe anyone could use these. What the heck is a horse faker? Horse faker? It's on page 52. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, oh. moving on? <laughs> uh, let's see, what are our special... Wow, there are a lot. Yes, there are. Uh, ignore the uh, fate point special abilities. We are not getting into fate points tonight, I don't think. Oh, this is something that'll help us. When we're choosing our general special abilities, some of them have, like, uh, prerequisites. So if we don't meet the uh, prerequisite for something that we think our cat should have, then we could go back and give it that. Gotcha. For instance, if we wanted to say our cat was a gatherer, they already have uh, survival for, but we would need to actually give them plant lore. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, some of these require quite a bit of... Mm-hmm. And we could always give him that prereq. True. Do we want to do um gatherer? I don't know if we want well, yeah, actually, yeah, I think it makes sense. Uh, a witch is familiar might go get plants for their for their witch. True. That was under uh, nature skills. And it would need to be at least four. Okay. C skill, so three to activate plus 15 points in yeah, total. Yeah, 15. 19, I believe. I believe that's right. Yeah, I did that one in my head. Um, so let's... These are... This is just a normal special ability, right? Mm-hmm. Um, gatherer. And if you want to know, uh, we already have Tradition Guild Mage. Do we want to also give ourselves Tradition Witch? Because we're arguing that we're being trained by a witch. We can do that. It's under Magical Special Abilities. Page 53. There we go. Yeah, advantage spellcaster. Spellcaster. Um, yeah, tradition witch, 135 AP. All right, and I think that forbidden portals thing, I'm going to go look that up real quick. That would be under uh, magic abilities, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, spellcasting, casting rituals. Where's the thing on abilities? Chapter 10 magic on page 284. Okay. Forbidden gates. You can substitute life points for... Uh, magic energy, for arcane energy. Hmm. So that's what the, uh, I think over here it calls it Forbidden Portal for some reason, but it means it's the Forbidden Gates. Ah, okay. Um. You have to have a 12 in Courage for Uh, which we don't have. Also, I don't think we want to do that, because I don't think Constitution was one of our best stats. Yeah, no. Um, which means that we're gonna have a, a low-ish health. Yeah. Constitution is at 10. We, by the way, after picking Tradition Witch, we are down to 184 AP. Oh, that took more than I thought it would. Yeah, it's, uh, AP cost was 135. Uh, but 
it's going to give us access to some witch spells. Exciting. I, I'm going to skip ahead to the tradition of witches, because that will give us the spell information. Special ability, connection to familiar. Uh, we are the familiar, so we don't really need that. Got a strong connection. Yep. Conversation. The familiar imparts images, feelings, and experiences to the witch via telepathy as long as both of them maintain physical contact. All familiars know this trick by default. So we already can do that. It doesn't cost anything. That's a spell, right? Yeah. What's it called again? Oh, it's not a spell. It's a uh, a witch ability. Oh, okay. Wait, no, it is a spell. Uh, it's called Conversation. Sorry, my bad. Uh, it costs one AP... One AE for 10 minutes. Do you see the cost? Yeah, I have to manually. Wait, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, duration is based on upkeep. The property is influence. And again, it doesn't cost any AP. Right. The familiar... Oh, here's a fun one. Cursebringer. The familiar can deliver a curse from the witch to the chosen target. It does so by moving within seven yards of the target and staring at it. Once the curse is delivered, the familiar transfers the witch's words to the target telepathically. These words hint at the curse's effects and mention requirements for lifting the curse and must be issued by the witch as part of the casting. So, do we want to do, do that one? Uh, yeah, since technically we are the witch and the familiar. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, I'm reading specifically off the uh, the familiar's tricks here. Oh, okay. What's the name of that one? Cursebringer. The cost is once again 1 AE. AE. Duration is immediate. The property is dependent on the curse. There's a list of curses later in the book. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha. And it costs 15 adventure points. Oh, 1, 9. Nice. Nice. Um, oh, that one's only good for toads. Damn. How about this one? Locate item. The familiar can find an item that has belonged to the witch for a substantial time or one with which she has an emotional connection. Typically, the witch uses the familiar trick conversation to convey the object's description to the familiar. If the item is within seven miles, the familiar can determine in which direction it must go to find the item, but does not necessarily know the best way to reach it, or even exactly where it is. <laughs> I like that. It costs one uh, AE. The duration is half an hour. Uh, property is clairvoyance, and AP value is 10. Okay. Um, let's find some actual spells that... Some other damage slash help spells, or something along those lines? Let's see. Uh, so we want to teach the cat just some curses, or uh, do we want to teach it some uh, guild mage stuff? Because it also has that perk, and I think that would give it some actual spells. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, but do you want any curses? Because we can give the cat the ability to curse people with bad luck. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. People are still lighting off fireworks outside. Oh my. Uh, okay. So for bad luck, targets botch on a result of 19 or 20, not just on a 20. For skill checks, two results of 19 or higher are a botch. In addition, targets tend to break objects, stumble over obstacles, forget appointments, or say rude or inappropriate things. Um, it costs uh, 7 AE. That's your magic. I believe you already just have the ability to do this. It's not like... Uh, uh, it doesn't cost any AP. Like, I think you can just cast any of the curses because you took the uh, Curse Bringer. Are there any other curses there that you think look good? Or should I go up to the tradition of the Guild Mages? 
think a hailstorm would be pretty cool, but all right. Remember, these don't cost AP, so you can just kind of take any of them. Go ahead and one is like secondary curse. Oh, the uh, um, the guild mage stuff. They don't have spells; they have artifacts. And I don't think our cat could reasonably wield an artifact. Yeah, no. Okay. So let's just go down then to the uh, list of cantrips and spells. Teachers of all magical traditions keep an eye out. Uh, cantrips is on page uh, 286 in the book, by the way. Uh, oh, there is uh, an AE cost for uh, cantrips, by the way. It's one. That they all have a, qu a quality level of one and cost one AE. I, I don't know what that means yet, but I'm assuming it's the uh, magic like it's your it's your uh, magic power. Yeah. Oh, and they also cost one they also cost 1 AP a piece. So you can uh you can just take some of those if you want. Like uh if you wanted um if you wanted Firefinger cuz you were curious about Firefinger before, you could spend 1 AP to take Firefinger. Um and that was on the one that they uh did not properly size the box. Yeah. Sure. Let's do that. 1 AP. What's that? To us. Literally nothing at this point. <laughs> Ventriloquism sounds fun. The cantrip produces a single word or other quiet sound that appears to origi originate at most eight yards away from the spellcaster. Mm. So your cat can uh, voice throw its meows, <laughs> basically. <laughs> you want to do that one then? That sounds fun. So that's one more, uh, one more uh, AP that we have spent here. More sunk costs. Yeah, except they don't feel bad about any of them. Yeah, no. Uh, what else do we uh, now have? Now on to spells. Hmm. So some of the ones that had weird names are like augmentation spells, like the Armatruts thing. Covers your skin with magical armor. The armor does not encumber you, and its effect stacks with other armor worn on the body. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking at Penetrizzle. This spell allows the spellcaster to see through walls or other objects. Hmm. Does it say what uh, tradition it's tied to, or does it have a... I think it was originally tied to the... Oh, Guild Mage. Yeah. So yeah, you could take that if you wanted. I was I was just kind of looking at it. So we kind of have access to all the uh, Guild Mage and Witch things. Nice. Which I think is technically breaking a rule, because uh, under inexperienced, it said that we can't take an additional tradition. We are going to ignore that so that we can... Ma meet our cat's lore. Yeah. Um, how many spells do you want to take total? Because... We'll leave that up to you. I think it makes more sense if we don't have that many spells. Yeah, I was going to say this. Because this is, like, still a novice, kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Witches' claws. Some witches, mainly those belonging to the uh, Sisterhood of the Beauties of the Night, can turn their fingernails into dangerous sharp claws that can inflict serious damage while brawling. Ooh. Sharp claws grow on both your hands. They do 1d6 plus 3 DP in close combat and use the combat technique brawling. Witches using these claws are considered unarmed when brawling. Witches' claws are considered a magical weapon. Mm. I think that would work for us. Oh yeah, I think that works just fine. Yeah, we took brawling already. And we already yep. have claws. Yep. We're just enchanting our claws. That, that costs it. 4 AE. Okay. And its duration is quality level times 3 minutes. Okay. The property is transformation, uh, and its improvement is A. But that doesn't really matter, I don't think. How much AP does it cost? 
I don't see anything about AP costs. Yeah. I'm going to assume... Oh, no. Uh, my PDF reader appears to have crashed. Yeah, my PDF isn't loading some of the some of the stuff. Uh, number of spells and chance is eight. Well, we have six currently. Uh, I think we should move on if we want to get through the next steps, which is uh, review choices. Have we made good ones? Uh, in life, eh. On here, I think our choices are pretty good. All right. So the next step is calculate derives to uh, characteristics. Before you can start playing the Dark Eye, you must calculate a few game values. All start with a base value according to your hero's race, plus a combination of one or more attributes. Certain advantages and disadvantages also influence the derived characteristics. Later in the game, you can raise these characteristics by spending AP. However, this is not possible during hero creation. Okay. All right. So, uh, let's see. The primary attributes of... Uh, uh, we. I, I don't know. Do we take the guild mage one or the witch one? Mm. Actually, I we may get both. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe. Which one is charisma? Yeah, uh, and uh, the guild mages is uh, sagacity. Well, both of those are A's, so it doesn't really matter which one we choose. Uh, let's see. What happens with the primary uh, attributes that provide the most influence on a tradition, ability, or derived characteristic? So the worst, our worst stats are the ones most important to us. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, okay. So uh, I we're finally getting uh, answers on some of these things. <laughs> uh, base life points uh, from race plus two times our constitution. So that's twenty plus for human. What does it say for life points? That's LP on the chart. Is Race five stat plus con plus. Uh, so our total is twenty five. Okay. Which is five plus con plus con, which is ten plus five plus ten plus ten. Next is arcane energy. Uh, base energy. R A E is not mentioned up here. Okay. That is base arcane energy from advantage spellcaster. Plus primary attribute. Okay, so one moment. Let me go look up advantage spellcaster. Because I'm sure it will tell us. Immunity, uh, inspired confidence. Um, I think we might just uh, need to split this one into uh, spellcaster. The spellcaster rec receives an arcane energy base stat of 20 AE. We modified this by our uh, with one of our disadvantages. Uh, decreased arcane power of 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, which gives us... 16. Yeah, 16 is our arcane energy. And then, uh, was the, I feel like it had something else that it wanted us to calculate with arcane energy. Uh, primary attribute for the magic user's tradition, plus or minus points from advantages. So that would be plus 8? Plus 8. Yeah, because our primary attribute for either the witch or mage tradition is 8. Okay, so yeah, that would bring us up to 24. And then karma points. Base karma points from the advantage blessed. Uh, we're not blessed, so let's just skip that. I think that'd be for us. Yeah. Uh, spirit. Base spirit from race, which is uh, on this chart up here. really feel like this is something that should have been like done together. But anyway, uh, mm -hmm. the human's base spirit is negative five. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. Uh, plus courage, plus... Sagacity plus intuition divided by six. 
So that's 8 plus 8 plus 12 divided by 6. Well, 28 divided by 6 is 4.6. For... Wait, what? 8 plus 8 plus 12 um, is 28. And then divide that by 6 is 4.6. For... Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. I got that wrong somehow. Anyway. Oh, yes. So this thing is telling us to round up to five on the little chart they gave us underneath. And we didn't take any spirit disadvantages. We are at five. Okay. Toughness. Uh, base toughness from race, which is negative five. Mm-hmm. Um, could you pull the chart back up? Yeah. So constitution plus constitution plus strength divided by six. So what's our strength in Constitution? Constitution is 10. Plus 10 plus 8 divided by 6 equals 5 minus 5, so that's a 0. Oh, we also need to do that on Spirit. Yeah, I just realized that. Okay, so toughness is 0. Dodge. Agility divided by 2 is 13, so that's it. Yep. Initiative is... uh, Could you go... I don't have the page pulled up. It's... Initiative is courage plus agility divided by two, and then plus or minus one. Which I don't think we have. No. Courage so and agility courage. gives us 21, divided by two gives us 10. Okay. Pretty good. Nice. Nice initiative. Uh, uh, will not let me put 10 in this box. Try nine. Let me put nine. Okay. We'll just say nine. The box is making us break a rule. Mm. And then movement. We have a movement modifier of eight. Uh, that's the base points for the human race. Okay, and then do we have And we any... don't have any advantages or disadvantages in that either, I don't think. Just eight. Cool. So, we just finished up step 12. So, we've got our all of our stats. Let's move on to step 13, buy equipment. Uh, Yay. When, <laughs> when you finish calculating your derived characteristics, determine your hero's starting wealth, which sets how much you have available to buy your hero's equipment. The every hero receives an initial starting wealth of seven hundred and fifty silver thar silver thalers silver thalers, um, which may then be increased by the advantage rich or decreased by the disadvantage poor if your hero possesses much. We do not. We did not take that one. Um, okay. Do we? Here's a question. Do we need equipment? Um, I think if we're saying that we're playing as a magic cat, it might make sense for them to have. I don't know, something on hand, even if it's like... Cause we we are saying that they're they're the familiar who can just cast magic on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is true. But I think we should look at the equipment, because what page is equipment on? So the many regions of Dare each use very different measurements and currencies, but to make comparisons easier, the following charts present all information using the same units. Thus, me- measurements follow those used in Midden Realm, and the prices are given in the Aventurian standard currency, the Silver Thaler. These units are very well known, and heroes encounter them often. In certain areas, heroes may encounter other units which are described in various supplements. Explanations, abbreviations, and notes appear above each chart when necessary. So, like for currency, the Krutzer is the basic coin of the land. That's uh, broken down into uh, one Haler is ten Krutzers, so uh, a Haler is a dime basically okay. uh silver thaler is 10 hailers which if we're if we're using term terms and translating to u.s currency if the crutzer is the basic coin a hailer is 10 is a dime then 10 hailers would be a dollar gotcha and then one ducat would be 
ten dollars. All right. Okay. So let's see. Got weight stats, length stats, um, and some equipment packages. I think we might need to ignore the weight requirement. Um, but let's work with the assumption that our cat can't carry that much weight. Yeah. Um, what did we establish last episode that a cat weighed? Like a few pounds. We'll have to. I'm gonna have eight point eight to eleven pounds. So like nine and a half. We want to. Right. Um, that was. I think we put uh, our last cat at nine and a half. But even if we had a like built eleven pound cat, I don't know that the cat necessarily lifts eleven pounds. Yeah. No. Then again, if we assume that cat's strength scales in proportion to their size, then one lion is capable of winning tug-of-war against multiple humans at once. So, like, for their size, cats are relatively powerful creatures. Yeah. And if you scale them up to bigger than us, then they are stronger than several of us. Yeah, I would say a lion is stronger than several people. (laughs) There's a, a video that I, I saw one uh not too long ago of, like, a lion playing tug-of-war. Animals be strong, man. She wasn't even using her hands. It was That was just all jaw power holding that rope. Jesus. Yeah, lots of... Got a, got a big bite. Even bigger roar. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm... Yeah, I'm kind of scrolling through the equipment right now. And most of it is, like, weapons. Um, yeah. Combat techniques. Our primary combat technique is brawling. And we've already established that we're unarmed. Mm -hmm. Except for when we activate the claws, the magic reinforced claws. So we don't really need a weapon. Yeah. Got a lot of cool weapon illustrations, though. Yeah, I was about to say, they've they've got everything kind of like laid out here. Mm -hmm. If you guys get the Dark Eye Core rulebook, pages 369 through 371. If you like, uh, if you like artwork of of swords, yep. Then page three seventy three has bows, throwing weapons, and uh, crossbows. That I'm sorry, is that an auto loading crossbow? I believe that's an auto loading crossbow. That's dope. What do they call it? The iron forest crossbow. Cool. Just keep all of your yeah. bolts right there in that little tank on top. Yeah, that that is cool. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> I know this is audio medium, but. <laughs> We're, yeah. we're geeking out. I'll bet if you Googled the Dark Eye Iron Forest Crossbow, you could get a picture of it. Oh, yeah. Easy. Let's see. Do we want to give our cat armor? I was just thinking about that. Mm. We could argue furs that the cat already has the protect, protection level of, of furs. Although True. that is rated at the exact same as normal clothing and naked. So it well, doesn't really give you any protection. Just something to throw in the stat block, you know? Yeah, it's flavor. Encumbrance is zero, and no additional penalties. Two pounds. I wouldn't add the weight, though, because, yeah. again, this just comes with the cat. Okay. Now, do they not have... Mm. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for? I was looking for a hat. I don't know. What is a felt hat? Is that like a wizard hat? Uh, I don't know. You could Google it, but I think that's just kind of like a, a standard hat. Yep, this sure is. Just give me lots of... It's cowboy hats. Hmm. There's that one wizard hat. Yeah, there's, there's this guy. Need to get me a hat like that in real life. <laughs> I've got one, but it's not very well made. Ah. It's like that cheap Halloween costume material. Ah. It may have actually been from a Halloween costume. 
you know. I don't remember. I don't remember where I got it. <laughs> but yeah, I think it would be fun to put our cat in a little felt hat, little felt uh, wizard's hat. All right. Uh, maybe a scarf. Scarf? They have that list on. They do. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so wizard hat and a and a scarf. Or instead of the scarf, maybe they've got mage robes. So we could say that the uh. This cat is taken care of. It does not have to dress itself, which was a concern with one of our previous characters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we could say that it has a mage robe. Okay, I'm good with that. Oh. So scarf weighs less, but again, we're kind of ignoring the weight on the clothing anyway because it's smaller. Yeah. So what are our stats for the hat and the robe? The felt hat is half a silver thaler. And the magic robe is 120 silver thalers. A lot. How much did it say we start out with? 700, I think. I believe so. Something like 750. One moment. Let me go back and check. I'm not sure. I thought there was a thing for that somewhere. Or maybe that's the official character sheet. We are uh, filling this out currently on a community-made form-fillable sheet. And it is not a pretty one. <laughs> no, it's... I mean, it's got all the information is there, but it's not, you know heavily designed yeah no okay yeah i don't think there's Let's a spot see. for it yeah we start with 750 so we've uh spent what was it 120 124 or 120.5 yeah and again we don't really need to spend all our money yeah it's not an expectation that we spend all our money not really much else we could put on this cat i do wonder if there's some other kind of equipment that he can Oh. Harry, maybe. We do like a belt pouch, but that'd be mostly for other people's use. Yeah, that would be flavor more than anything else. Travel gear. I don't know that any of that travel gear is all that useful. Give him a knife. Ah, uh, we already had a cat with a knife. Oh, yeah. Cat with scissors. Could a cat use scissors? I don't think a cat could use scissors. Dang. Also, do they have scissors listed here? One of the items? Yes. It's under travel gear and tools. Let's see. Illumination. I don't know what a bullseye lantern is, but... Yeah, I'm not sure. Looks like a thing that... It's unfortunate that we can't afford a Gwen Petrol Stone. Because that's just like a magical rock that glow. Ah. We got a magic cat, so like... It, ju it just seemed to make sense to me. Uh, containers. Yeah, I don't think there's anything really there. Ropes and chains. We don't have that kind of cat. Um, thieves tools... Again, I don't think we have that kind of cat. Mm -mm. Orienteering. Uh, oh, we that's could like... give it an archaic laboratory, except that would weigh sixty pounds, and I, I think that would be pushing it on how much our cat could carry. Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got lots of cool kits. Can't really be used by cats. No, because the cat has some nice jewelry, but they're already wearing a hat, so I don't know what they'd be doing with a tiara as well. That's true. It's just, uh, that's just putting a hat on a hat. <laughs> They've embroidered the tiara into the wizard hat. <laughs> um, gems and precious stones. I mean, if you were a witch and you knew that your cat was also magical and helped you with your magic, you would probably sew an actual tiara into your cat's hat as well. I'd do that in real life, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Is other stuff here. Magical artifact. Ooh, never mind. It literally cannot afford any of those. Oh boy. Yeah, never mind. We're good on we're good on that, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, we could say that we have some alchemical substances. That's true. We There's do a, have an alchemy efficiency. Uh, these are potions, pre-made potions, it looks like. Would we want to have some healing potions, perhaps? Sure. Here's a For more information about the uses and effects of potions, go to page 272. Analysis of alchemical elixirs. Uh, heroes often find elixirs and potions of unknown origin and quality. It's an alchemist's job to analyze such elixirs and determine their effect and quality. This uh, analysis requires an alchemy check with a penalty equal to half the potion's brewing difficulty, as well as any other modifiers that apply. So as an alchemist, I'm guessing we would know the brewing difficulty. Uh, the quality levels are basically, it looks like on all of these, 1 through 6. Quality level 1 heals 1d3 life points at ingestion. Level 2 heals 1d6. Level 3 heals 1d6 plus 2. Level 4 heals 1d6 plus 4. It goes up to 1d6 plus 8. But a level 1 only heals at a d3. Which I'm guessing is the result of a d6 divided by 2. Yeah. These cost 60 silver thalers per level. So if we gave them 2 level 2 healing potions, that'd be 240. Yep. Uh, and remember, yeah. you've already spent 120.5. So that puts you at... Uh, 360.5 spent out of your 750. Is there a weight stat for that? Uh, let's see. Does it say the weight on the, uh, the page there? No. It just gives us the cost. Interesting. I don't see weights listed under this page either. Do we just want to call it like... I, I can't imagine these are super hefty. Just liquid nah, in a small bottle. Do you want to do like half a pound maybe for the two of them? Yeah, that sounds fair. You've got 389.5 uh, silver thalers left, by the way. 389.5? Yep. Okay. I just ran, I just crunched the numbers. Ah. Uh, you're crunching those numbers, man. What did they ever do to you? They uh, needed crunched. <laughs> just doing what's necessary. I'm looking through more of this equipment stuff, and it doesn't look like there'd be anything else we need. All right. Uh, you want to just uh, move on then and say that we've got 389.5 silver thalers? Sure thing. Leftover sounds good to me. Um, so we are that was what step 13? Uh, yes, that was buy equipment. Okay, now step 14 choose a starting age. Oh boy, we, we've been through this one before. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's see. And we what was it like 12 to 18 is the average life expectancy of a cat? Correct. Um, now, for inexperienced uh, humans, if we're going by the human table, we've got a problem, because it starts us off at the age of 12 plus 1d3. <laughs> mm. uh, if, we, uh, if we're going by the table, I think we might need to modify that to, like, 3 plus 1d3, maybe. Okay. Or you could just choose whatever age you want. I like the 3 plus 1d3. Let's, let's add a little bit of randomness to it. Okay. Got my dice here, so I can give us a... A d6 roll divided by two. That's a six. So so three. Our cat. So if we're saying three plus three, that's the cat's six years old. All right. Got a middle-aged cat, you know. Yeah, ish. So that's that's literally the entire step fourteen. It is time to move on to giving our hero a name, and then uh, we probably should write some lore for this mm -hmm. cat. Though that is not a required step. That is not part of the 15-step program. Uh, yeah, I have I, I do think we should give our cat a little bit of 
a physical description, and I am, uh, I'm going to guess that this is a black cat. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we're in agreement on that one. Naturally. What's, uh, what's the eye color of our cat? It's gotta be green, right? I was just thinking the same thing. Size? Small. Small. <laughs> uh, <laughs> weight? Um, do we want to do, like, is this a hefty cat a... or a slimmer cat? I think this is a, a fairly well taken care of cat, but it does get some exercise in, so I don't, I don't know that it would be particularly muscular, but I also don't think that it would be, like, fat. Yeah. So I think a nine-pound cat kind of makes sense. Okay. Nine pounds of pure muscle. <laughs> Sex? It's... No thanks. I mean, uh... <laughs> I, I think we should go with the female cat again. We've been, we've been right. leaning too heavy on the males here at the beginning. What species cat is Uh, black... So many to choose from. How will we ever know? Bombay. Uh, excuse me? I didn't know that was a type of cat, but it sounds cool. Huh. Is that a black cat? It is a species? black cat. Or at least the one they show is a black cat, so. Let's see. I am just looking up. Okay, so seven amazing black cat breeds. Oh, here it is again. Bombay. Nice. We've got the Bombay. We've got the, uh, the Oriental. Let's see. The, uh, the Bombay is the, uh... Like that, it looks like that's the, a short hair, uh, glossy coated black cat, hmm. sort of slightly resembling a panther. Uh, the Oriental is it can be a short hair or a long hair. They're slender. Says they're very friendly. Uh, Sphinx. The the uh, description on this website, which uh, it looks like it's a cat food brand, just describing these. Hmm. Uh, the Sphinx is apparently a cat that likes pranks. That they don't give any like physical description. It's just it says it's a playful black cat that's quite the jokester. This, this is our cat's Joker arc. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. There's Persian, the Black Star, which is I'm thinking like the Persian cat looks kind of like what I imagine when I think black cat. Yeah, I think I'm looking at the same website you are, and you might be looking at the same website I am. Oh, yeah, you're looking at the exact same website I am. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we could do Persian. He, he looks like a fun little guy. Yeah. Um, date of birth. Do we want to give this cat a date of birth? Um, I mean, that's assuming that the owner knows the date of birth, even. That's true. It's like 5,000 years ago. <laughs> we, can, we can leave that one up to the players. Yeah. Family... Under the family section, you might just say the witch. True. Also, we totally just skipped over naming the cat. <laughs> we did. Um, I do have a name uh, that I think would fit our cat pretty well. Uh, All right. My my vote is for Celeste. I'm into it. We got a, a cat that's uh, kind of magical in nature. That sounds like kind of a, a magically named uh, thing. Yeah. Celestic or celestial... Uh, related to the stars mm -hmm. yeah i think it works awesome um let's see we have characteristics and other information um that we could fill out as well i think that would be where you put in like the black persian cat is there any other like with like black persian cat with green eyes is there any other defining character traits that would be immediately noticeable about this cat 
Ooh, maybe we give her like a scars. I don't know that. I I think there will be cats that have badass scars. Uh, I, I don't, don't think that the uh, the pampered uh, witch's familiar is going to be the the scarred cat. All right, that's fair. We'll we'll save that for a different. Um. Okay. Then I guess we can move on to backstory. Right? Yeah. Time to give this cat some lore. See if there is a spot. There's not a dedicated spot for like notes or anything. Uh, might have to open up a, another document then. Okay. All right, and let me just like make sure I've uh, got all the rules that we broke in uh, straight. Uh, we didn't have to break that many. I don't mm-hmm. think we broke in more than we have in previous games, though. So first off, uh, cat was not a species. Was not a species on the list. Second, we gave a non-human a human culture, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure was against the rules. We have more. Adventure points left over than 10, which I don't think we're supposed to have. I mean, we could go back and fix that one, but do we really want to? Uh, that gives some, you know, there's some flexibility there. Yeah. All right, so anyway, uh, your hero's background story. Let's ask some questions. This is page 60, by the way, if you're following along at home. Hmm. So question one, what is your hero's name? Good thing we just answered that one in step 15. Correct. Step uh, question two: What does your hero look like? We just kind of went over that one. Mm-hmm. What has your hero experienced so far? I think this is kind of answered by like, and how was your hero raised? Yeah. This this is a a witch's familiar. She is kind of notable on her own because she's picked up a few magic tricks from watching her owner. Uh, she's been. Like, she's lived a good, sheltered lifestyle, but has plenty of opportunity to, like, get out and see the world around her. By which I mean the city that the sisterhood lives in, probably. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Why did your hero start adventuring? Uh, I'm guessing because the witch went, uh, started adventuring. <laughs> yes. What does your hero think about the gods and magic? Probably pretty highly, right? Does our cat think... Is the real question. I yeah, I would say like has has a respect for magic. I don't know if it has knowledge of the gods, but I think it has it has to have a respect for magic, right? It yes. learns some. Yeah. So a respect for magic, but maybe not the gods. Yeah. Like I, I think it would be fair to say maybe not even an awareness of the gods. Yeah. To which social class does your hero belong? Probably middle class. Hmm. I, I guess it would depend on how well the witches, like how highly the witches uh, guild is regarded. But I think middle class is a good starting point because that could, yeah, typically could change from game to game depending on what yeah. kind of setting you're going for. I I would say like witch it the witches the sisterhood kind of sounds like a communal setting. So like when you're with them, your needs are probably taken care of. They stick together. They support each other. But if one's going out on their own, they would probably have, at best, middle-class resources. Yeah. Does your hero chase a personal dream or goal? Honestly, I don't know that this one would. Yeah, no. I, I can't imagine that there's a, a greater long-term goal that Celeste would have. What does your hero fear? Hey, what do you know? We already answered this one. We do have this of water... So much so that the first spell you picked up from 
which was Adriana. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Did your hero have any weaknesses? Too many to count. Yeah, lots, lots of I am very small. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little guy. <laughs> um, let's see. What are your hero's morals? Do we... Does she have morals? I don't know that she would have any ethical backbone other than maybe sticking by her her pack, her family, which again would be the the witch that raised her. Yeah. Maybe some other cats around the sisterhood. I have written here. Uh, Celeste sticks with her family and defends slash follows as needed. Um, okay. How does your hero spend free time? Naps. Naps, 100%. Is there a special item that your hero carries around all the time? I think if there was, we would have gotten to that back when we were buying uh, gear. Yeah, I don't think there's anything special that we have on us. What is your hero's dark secret? <laughs> Do we have a dark secret? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that we've been alive long enough to have a dark secret. <laughs> mm 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 a dark secret I mean, could how be how much trouble is a six-year-old cat going to get up to? Honestly, depends on the cat. True. I I don't think we have a dark secret. I I don't. Think yeah, I don't think so. That we we've already had a cat that's had semi-dark secret, a secret at least, a secret double life. Yeah. Where does your hero live when not adventuring? Oh, that's easy. Yeah, lives with the lives in the commune commune with the other witches and their familiars. Does your hero have any specific personality traits? Uh, cute. Cute. <laughs> what examples does it give? Is your hero hot-tempered? Does your hero believe in so-called bad omens, such as black cats crossing one's path? <laughs> Is your hero well-mannered or a back-alley brute? What does your hero hate or detest? Well, I really hope that her cat isn't afraid of black cats, because I have bad news for it. Maybe that's why she hates water so much. She sees a <laughs> reflection and she freaks out. I, I I don't know. I think if the motivation for learning to learning the stay dry cantrip was avoiding water, I don't think that the issue with that would have been a reflection. Yeah, no. Do do we want any? Can you think of any other personality traits that we might have? Not really. What will your hero's life look like after retiring from adventuring? Uh, I don't know that they've thought that far ahead. Mm-mm. Can't can't imagine that they have. They're just along no. for the ride. Yeah, and that is that is the questions it has for writing your opening backstory. Okay, so it's fair. So I I have a paragraph. It's very bare bones. It's just basically listed information. It's not. Um, oh, that's fine. Conjured into a whimsical, you know, story. But we, I think, this is going to be posted along with the stat or. Character sheet, right? The character sheet, yeah. Yeah, so if you you'll have this information if you do decide to play Celeste and decide you want to weave a more magical sounding backstory. Yeah. I mean they're not all gonna be focused heavily on the backstory. This is a this is a very mechanics heavy game. Oh, absolutely. I have I have realized. So like there's there's a lot of room to play to find out, and I still feel like even though there I feel I think there's a lot more mechanics to keep track of than maybe there are in D&D, &D, simply because, like, you don't just, like, 
level up, you get adventure points, and you spend those to get new skills. Like, it's a lot more, like, narratively interesting, but it's also much more mechanically intensive. Gotcha. I, I think is a... What I was what I was trying to say there, and then just like there's some other things like if you read the uh, the core rule section on like how to play the game, you'll you'll see there's like all kinds of information there about 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 that. Well, is there any other finishing touches that we need for something you can think of uh, that we may have missed? I don't believe so. This seems very similar to the process I went through when I was making that that young half elf who didn't realize he was magic. Yeah, still a very cool character. Yeah, man, I hope one of these days, like, I can get someone who knows how to game master the dark eye, and I can play that character in a real campaign. Are we ready to calculate? I know we kind of already went through it, but are we ready to fully calculate the rules broken? Oh yeah, I guess so. So again, we we broke the rule of not playing as one of the listed races. It said that we could make up our own race, but I don't think the intention of that was to play as a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Second, we gave our cat a human culture, and we have we have a justification for that. Mm-hmm. But you're not supposed to like give elves human culture or dwarves human culture. So I don't know why it would make sense that you give a cat human culture because it's not human so we're going to i'm i'm operating on the assumption that that is a broken rule yeah i would agree we broke the rule of we didn't spend all of our adventure points so we have more than 10 left over we've got quite a few more than 10 we have 157 (laughs) yeah never found a a place to spend those (laughs) I mean, you guys can just take those and max out all the stats that we didn't max out the, like, skills that we took. Yeah. But we're we're not going to do that, because we're lazy. <laughs> We've already spent enough time on this character. We're handing it off. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. I mean, th- this was a kind... This was one of our longer ones. Oh, for sure. I don't know how, how this will be edited down. I'm kind of afraid that I might have to turn it into a two-parter. It did get recorded in two parts. Yeah. So, broke the broke the character race rule, broke the culture rule, broke the broke the AP rule. Uh Oh yeah, we gave our character both the mage and the uh the witch tradition. That's right. Uh, even though the inexperienced class is only supposed to have one tradition. So, we violated that. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's just those five rules. I think so. So, five rules broken total. Not bad. I think that is... Is that the most we've had so far? I think it's up there. It Most of the games we've played have had, like... If we've broken a rule, it was a rule as intended. Mm-hmm. Like, with the exception of Shadows of Estoran, where it was explicitly telling you to play as a human. Oh, uh, yeah. I think most of the time, we've simply broken rules as intended, if that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this one's like straight uh, up. The only rule we broke in modern age was we didn't play as a human, and it was intended that we play as a human. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, that's that's kind of our go to go to rule break, you know. Yeah, I mean we gotta count it. <laughs> yeah, we have to count it, but you know we just gotta live with that. So anyway, we have things to plug. I'm sure, yep. Austin. Do you have anything of yours, or really any anyone else's that you would like to plug here? Um, 
Currently, none for anybody else. Sorry. But uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok uh, at Avalon Alchemist. Links or link should be in the description. Um, yep. Other than that, I've got nothing to plug. What about you, Joel? Where can people find you? Uh, right now, I am kind of just doing this. Although, uh, that might change soon. We'll see. Uh, but you can, uh, follow my links on jholland.start.page to follow my socials and see things I've already done. Um, that will be up on my YouTube, my website, my art station, you know, all the usual suspects. <laughs> Both my itch accounts. Both? Wow, I didn't know you had two. Yeah, I got the, I've got one that's, like, just, like, my, per, like, showing off experimental weird projects that are not necessarily complete. <laughs> And the other one is mostly complete or uh, active development games. Nice. Although one, I kind of am going to... I think I'm going to have to move my capstone project to inactive development because I've learned so many things since doing it that kind of just make me think I need to start the game over from scratch in order to program it like 10 times as efficiently. Hey, that's fair. I, I know plenty of games that have been built up and then torn down to be restarted hey it was a prototype it got us through cap it got me through capstone it got my whole team through capstone we did a great job on that everyone loved it oh yeah i, w I wish i could have checked it out um but i did see your video of you guys getting getting an award for it so critically acclaimed yeah, yeah. game designer joel holland um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got the last of the uh the the what 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 is that statue called I don't know. Uh, I want to say uh, I want to say Cappy, but I know a hundred percent that is not correct. <laughs> but anyway, they they stopped making the filaments, so they might continue to do the award, but it won't be the same. Ah, uh, got the last batch. I got the last batch of the genuine article trophy. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I am allowed to call myself an award-winning game designer because we did win. I don't know an award for it i need to i need to capitalize on that way better than i do oh absolutely <laughs> are you kidding me if i had honestly if i had that criteria that'd be at the top of every single one of my like if i'm ever in a job interview it's like up oh, you know award-winning game designer here no big no big deal <laughs> yeah i mean i do have awards in uh, c++ programming the only problem is i won it because no one else showed up to the competition my code didn't even compile you know what? A win's a win. <laughs> That's what I say. And I am no better at C++ now. My skills are all in Unreal Blueprint. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I don't... That's that's what I have to plug. Back, circling back around. You can follow the, the show on Twitter now and Tumblr at LiteralCatPod. Absolutely. We will be active there. We will be posting character sheets, any backstories that couldn't fit onto character sheets like this one. Different announcements for episodes dropping and hopefully some fan interaction if you guys ever want to, you know, reach out to us there. Or, mm -hmm. Joel, I think there's another way to reach out to us. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have an email account now. Mm -hmm. uh, if you email us at literalcatpod at gmail.com, you can send us questions, requests for games, etc., uh, if you have any prompts for for cats, like if you have like we've had a couple episodes where we've done this, like I had the one where it's like 
where I said, we're not doing a street cat. And another one where it was like, I think so far it's just been no street cat and no male cat. Yeah. Uh, those those were the two prompts I gave us at the beginning. But if you have any any prompts that you think would be fun to like base a cat around or challenges to base a cat around, then tell us. If you've got a game you would like to see us make a literal cat in, tell us. If you uh, make a game that you'd like to see us make a literal cat in, let us know and you can be a guest. Yeah. Or if you just know a system really well, we may also call upon you to guest. We have limited capacity to actually read all these games before we start working in them. Yes, true. <laughs> so an actual expert in some of these to walk us through it would be appreciated. Absolutely. If you made a game and you uh, tell us to play it on here, we'll probably do that, but we will also probably email back and say, hey, could you walk us through this? Mm-hmm. Is there anything else? I feel like there's something... Oh, yeah, that's right. The character sheets. I just realized I also need to add this to the announcement that I'm throwing before all the other episodes. Uh, the character sheets are all going to be available on a Dropbox. And I do not have a link for that yet. Let me let me just... Uh, actually, you know what? Screw it. Let's, uh, let's go to uh, Bitly right now and... Uh, We're doing and it live. Yeah, why not? <laughs> let's go to let's see if i can't get bit.ly slash literal cat pod just as a, a link surely no one's taken that right surely i will be devastated if someone has somehow beaten me to the punch uh typed it in currently nothing it says something's wrong here this is a 404 error hey we had one of those in this episode <laughs> yeah we did <laughs> share with dropbox uh, anyone with the link can view copy link. Uh, okay. And this might need updated over time, but so long as we have the bit.ly slash literal cat pod, well, let me let, let's let it, uh, generate this first now. And that's all lowercase, by the way. Good to know. Now, anyway, so if you go to bit.ly slash literal cat pod, it will hopefully take you to a Dropbox or uh, I don't know, if you're listening to this in five years, a drive folder, or maybe still a Dropbox, that contains all of the character sheets from every episode, so that you can take them and do what you will with them. We can't stop you once they're out there. Yep, once it's on the internet, it's there forever, kids, remember. Unless it's old uh, wikis and forums, and then they will get shut down because people stop paying to host them, because Facebook and Wikia have destroyed everything. But in other uh, less depressing news, we are done. Actually, wait. No, that's still kind of sad. Austin, you want to close us out? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, lots lots of cat puns typically involve you know the word meow. But um, we'll we'll see you out, and uh, don't let the door scratch you on the way out. <laughs>